Welcome to Giving Tuesday Prep Week presented by GiveButter. We're excited to put some intentional focus on a week of inspiration, strategies, hacks, and tips to help you make the most of one of the biggest giving days of the year. Neon One makes software solutions specifically built for nonprofits. You can finally have your donor management, fundraising software, program management, and nonprofit operations all in one place. Learn how Neon One can help your nonprofit create long-lasting relationships by visiting neonone.com backslash we are for good. Hey, I'm John. And I'm Becky. And this is the We Are For Good podcast. Nonprofits are faced with more challenges to accomplish their missions and the growing pressure to do more, raise more, and be more for the causes that improve our world. We're here to learn with you from some of the best in the industry, bringing the most innovative ideas, inspirational stories, all to create an impact uprising. So welcome to the good community. We're nonprofit professionals, philanthropists, world changers, and rabid fans who are striving to bring a little more goodness into the world. So let's get started. Becky, it's Giving Tuesday Prep Week. It feels kind of weird for it to just be you and I. It hasn't been you and I for quite some time. Hi, everybody. Glad you're here. (laughs) We're delighted you're here. I hope you've been enjoying this week of episodes. So, I mean, we really wanted to carve out space because Giving Tuesday gets a lot of press, you know, and you know us. We're not going to say it's the end all be all only thing that you need to focus on, but definitely we should capitalize on something that a lot of people are paying attention to and we want to set you up for success. So this whole week has been curating around, you know, getting your mindsets right, getting your plan in action. And so today we just kind of want to round that up, just giving our best advice to you as you start to put together a plan, hopefully some frameworks to think about and using the strategies that's really worked for us to grow and scale just about everything um, in our world. So we want to unpack that today with you. Just so glad that you're here. And let's be real. There were seasons where John and I would look at each other mid-November and say, oh crap, we haven't done anything for Giving Tuesday. So if you are someone that recognizes (laughs) that or identifies with it, just know you're among friends. So we really just kind of took a step back as we're putting this focus on Giving Tuesday and said, let's build a framework for our community. Let's talk about the things that we've seen have really worked. You know we're going to throw some impact arc in there. And I think just having like a simple template of here's how you can actually operationalize and maximize your impact because it's a really loud and noisy space on that day. We want you to rise up above it, find your people, have a meaningful connection, and then continue to walk that relationship forward, we hope, for a really long time with your organization. So we've given you a lot this week. And if you feel lost, like head on over to our website, weareforgood.com slash Tuesday. It's all rounded out right there. You can find the live workshop that's coming up on November 1st. You can listen to all the podcast episodes and it's really going to kind of help you walk you through and feel like you got a friend in this journey because you do have a friend in this journey. But let me give you an overview of what we're going to do today. I mean, we're going to really start the conversation looking at the bigger question around Giving Tuesday. Why are we doing this and how do we kind of approach it the right way? But we're also going to put lens on the impact arc framework. If you've hung around We Are For Good very long, this is that lens that we put on really any campaign or fundraiser or event or podcast that you're launching. And it's this idea of how do you get this swell? How do you bake community in your approach? And how do you do it in a way that really scales as you want to get more people involved and more people as storytellers and more people engaged in your mission? And then we're going to round out and talk about using that momentum to really help fuel you through the end of the year and kind of starting off the year running. And you know, we're going to bring you some pro tips. And so I think it's time to get started, Becky. Don't we need to ask a really big question to get started? 
We're not going to ask a big question. We're going to ask the bigger question. I hope our audience isn't sick of us talking about how do we make sure that this one singular activity does not say stay a singular activity? Because here's the thing, Giving Tuesday is not just Giving Tuesday. And if you're asking a bigger question, you're keeping in mind that this is just one day of your year. Keep your perspective that your entire strategy cannot be hinging on this one window of opportunity. However, that's not to say you shouldn't get in the game. So we're trying to set some, some um, I want to say, realistic expectation that if you're looking at this as something to transact on one day and you don't have a runway before it and you don't have a runway after it, then you're probably missing a lot of unique engagement opportunities. So here's a couple questions we want you to ask that are bigger questions. What is unique about your organization? Number one, how is your Giving Tuesday campaign, this thing that you are specifically niche fundraising for, this one area of opportunity, how is that unique to your organization? Number two is what are you trying to accomplish as it's unique to your goals? Have you set goals? And if you've only set a financial goal, I would say that's very limiting because there are ways to plant seeds of engagement, of peer fundraising, of crowdsourcing, of getting your stories shared and out there. You need to be thinking about the layers of what you're trying to accomplish and go beyond just that financial goal. Yes, we want you to raise a lot of money. Yes, we want to have your programs or your fund completely funded, but we really want to take this opportunity to connect in a meaningful level that leads to either year in giving or to the next gift. Yeah. And I love asking like bigger questions too, because it gets you out of the ball game of just thinking about giving Tuesday, because if you want to get more people engaged around your mission, like let's say that's one of the things you want to do. You have some traction there. You have some people that are believers, but you want to just replicate that. Like I love goals like that because you can build your whole strategy around that. It's just when it's really morpheus and you don't really know what would look what success look like, it's really hard to build a plan to accomplish that. And so I think it's a really good place to start. So as you're starting to really craft your goal, that is going to really feed into your strategy that's bigger than Giving Tuesday. And it's tapping into the things that you're seeing traction around already in your organization. So I remember a conversation with Julie Ordinez recently on the podcast where she was talking about habits of an impactful major gift officer. And something really struck me. I mean, she was talking a lot about our mindsets and how that can hold us back that let's say we have an ultimate plan that we need to cold call 10 people a week. Well, if our current reality is we are calling zero, we've been calling zero for months. It's not realistic to show up and expect that you're going to do 10 (laughs) right out of the gate, but set a more reasonable goal. And I think this is really key for giving Tuesday. It's like, if you've had no traction with online, like you got to temper your expectations of like what's possible in year one, because you can always build on that. And, um, the story that Floyd shared on Monday is really poignant to that. I mean, they had a breakthrough year in giving Tuesday and now reflecting back, they've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars as that campaign has kind of like grown and matured. But neon one did this really cool study with giving Tuesday and some of the data, we're going to share some of that in today's conversation, but I love the point that they led with 82% of organizations use Giving Tuesday to try something new. These are our people. That's brilliant, right? (laughs) Right? What a great time to hashtag try stuff because this is a time, like we were saying, a lot of focus and a lot of energy and awareness comes out. So it's a good chance to zig and zag differently than you normally show up to just see what works and then build on that from year to year. One more piece is just as you start to build your goal, 
and you're trying to keep it, you know, temper expectations based on how you've done historically, you also want to build that internal expectations because there's an element of what kind of staff time and resources can you dedicate to this so you can build a plan that feels correct for that. Now, this is going to be that time of year, and we believe this every day of the year, but especially this time, this is not just a staff-driven event. This is a staff finding your people, and this is spreading your wings. This is a grassroots movement. And so the mobilization is key. And so you really want to set the internal expectations that there's other wins besides just money, getting people to take action on your behalf, posting on your behalf, sharing on your behalf. Those kind of signals can be so much more powerful of growing engagement over time, especially as you look year over year, as you can get more people to take action on your behalf, because that's more long game kind of minded than just chasing the money all the time. And so think about how do you bring your leaders, especially your leaders, your board along with you, because this is a journey. This is going to come up every year is a chance to keep building on it. And so having those conversations up front and is just going to be a lot better way that you can report on the back end too and connect the dots between the two. Thanks for setting all that tone, John, because I I can think of many years where we would go into it with a totally myopic view. And it would be like, okay, we're going to send out this email. We're going to trigger this social media and we're just going to wait and see what happens. And in retrospect, that just seems so narrow-minded of us. And what we're saying is if you're somebody who's kind of on the the sidelines saying, I'm not sure if we want to come in or not into this, I am telling you, we are telling you, this is such a great way to formally kick off your year-end fundraising. And it's a way to get people jazzed. So let's let's keep some things in mind. 35 million people participated in Giving Tuesday last year. It was in 80 countries. It's it's moving beyond this sort of American philanthropy to be a global m- movement. And so knowing what you said, John, which I think is really wise about this is one of the biggest grassroots giving day of the year, you got to empower your people. So keep this in mind. Number one, where are your rabid fans? How can you mobilize them? Because they're an extension of your brand and their energy, their story, their hustle is going to get your message in front of so many more people and it's going to authenticate it because they're putting their bent and their lens into it, their lived experience, how they're connected, why they're connected. That is such a more powerful way than for something to be heavy handed and coming directly from the organization. When you allow people to speak into it, it becomes just that, a grassroots movement. Number two, it's a huge opportunity to bring in new donors. When you think about new donors, I just think about this is your best chance to make a great first impression. Neon, in this great um, article that we found, it said that 82%, 82% of 18 to 34-year-olds who know of Giving Tuesday participate in it. That is a huge market that you want to get in and you want to put your flag down. So think about your new donors. Think about how to onboard them because that's going to be a great opportunity of how to get them to be lifelong advocates of your mission. The other element about new donors is we want to look at them as something other than just donors. You have an opportunity to make believers out of these new donors. So don't just ask for money. Talk about ways that they can help you. You know, we found that 30% of participants of Giving Tuesday donated goods. 
50% gave money and 28% volunteered. So when you see that diversification of how people leaned in, it really kind of shifts the lens about where your focus should be. And this is an incredible opportunity to grow those believers. We have a simple formula for doing this, and it's translating your impact into reality. It creates a storytelling hook for stewardship, and it's something that you can use on and on and on. So think about ways that you can engage new donors, asking them for more than just the gift. Taking a quick pause to thank our sponsor, GiveButter, a free number one rated fundraising platform. Today, we're excited to highlight one of their client's success stories, Not Today. Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich and his wife Linda brought their hearts and passions together to found Not Today, a nonprofit organization focused on ending child trafficking. Not Today is committed to generating awareness, initiating prevention strategies, and assisting the development of innovative healing programs for abused, exploited, and trafficked children. So last year, they set out to raise $25,000 for Giving Tuesday campaign by launching a peer-to-peer fundraiser on GiveButter. With the help of their supporters and their unique engagement strategy, their campaign raised $10,000 over their goal. Their campaign was recognized as one of GiveButter's most creative Giving Tuesday campaigns and received a $5,000 donation from GiveButter. GiveButter is giving back again this Giving Tuesday by donating $50,000 to verified nonprofits. If you're looking for a free, easy-to-use fundraising platform and want to slice of $50,000 this Giving Tuesday, head over to givebutter.com backslash Tuesday today to learn more and apply. Hey friends, meet our new partner, Gravity. Gravity provides an ecosystem of products to energize, mobilize, and steward your network of believers. One of its products is Community, your force for digital member communities. You know we believe community is everything, and Gravity's community is designed to help take your organization's community engagement virtual and make members feel welcome and connected anytime, anywhere. With its video-first platform, your community can have access to state-of-the-art virtual networking experiences with a personalized feed, a directory to connect with peers, and virtual events all in one place. The Coca-Cola Scholars Foundation is a great example of a community customer who uses the platform to connect, give back, and expand their scholar and alumni network. Its community platform allows members to connect by networking with fellow members and alumni to build relationships and mentorships. Learn how Gravity's community engages employees and in return, keeps them happy, involved, enriched, and motivated. Learn more at gravity.com. That's gravity, G-R-A-V-Y-T-Y.com. Now let's get back to this feel-good conversation. Okay, now we're going to put a little bit of the We Are For Good arc on all of this because You know, we talk a lot about this framework we call the impact arc framework, and we did a whole series on this. If you jump back to episodes 283, there's a three-part series embedded in there where you can really dive in deeper, but it's this whole idea that we don't want you just to hope for success when you're launching something. We want to help you hedge for success. And the difference of that is intentionality, but it is a really powerful step one of the framework that we call staging. And staging is probably the most powerful tool that can help you with whatever you're doing, but especially in fundraising. It really encourages you to begin with the end in mind and really gives you lens to thread people and activities and actions around your plan before you even launch. And so we're going to ping pong back and forth about ways that you can use staging. This is kind of doing the prep work. And just as a a guide, this is probably 80% of your efforts for Giving Tuesday are going to happen 
in advance of Giving Tuesday. That's one of the reasons we dedicated prep week specifically to be a prep week, a working week where you can start getting your plan together because you need to start mobilizing on the staging components for this year's campaign already. And so the first one is research and understanding your data. We've led you through a little bit of that, but understanding what worked last year, and this is just a good hack for anything, is getting that benchmark because you're going to have memories of, oh yeah, that matching gift donor stepped up or, oh yeah, this person reached out that they wanted to help and galvanizing all that data. And we always talk about the gut and the actual data is going to marry the two of what's coming out of your CRM. Who were the donors that year? And then what's coming out of your memory to say, oh yeah, these people were raising up on social media and let's see if we can, you know, look at all that as we put together the context of a really solid plan. Okay. The second one is taking that incredible data and assessing it and looking at where's the impact, where was the prior impact of that project, of that campaign, of that effort. And that's going to have you doing something that I think is going to be a little bit new for some of y'all, which is just go out there and find the story. It's not necessarily just how many people did we serve. It's like, how did this translate human to human? Find that story. If you can get somebody to do a testimonial, we want to capture that. We want Then we want to communicate it out. Yep. And this next step is mapping your assets. And for every organization, this is going to look different. And I was actually talking to an organization this week, and this is a different kind of lens to think about the different ways that you have people, you have actual assets, maybe photos or videos, but think about also where people gather. So what are the social media channels that are really assets to you? Maybe you have a really strong Facebook community or you have a really great Instagram following. Think of those as assets because you want to be able to plug those alongside your goal. And each of those may have a little bit of nuanced strategy around it. But this is also like groups of people. Like what are the assets of people groups that you could think about? So we have this really great group of corporate partners or volunteers, certainly your board members. Who are those groups of people that you can really sit down? And we hope that you're starting to not feel overwhelmed, but yeah. feeling the abundance of like, wow, we've got story. We have this data now we know what mediums and people we have to activate to really make this staging kind of come to life as you put together your plan. I'm really glad you said that about overwhelm because I think as we're walking through all of these components, if you've never done a Giving Tuesday campaign, if you've never leaned into it, or you've never done an integrated one that really crosses multiple mediums, I think it's easy to get overwhelmed. But what I think I love about what you just said, John, is you need to think about it as many hands coming to the table to help. And so number four, that's a great transition for me, is recruit and energize those volunteers and rabbit fans. So as you're talking about board members, as you're talking about corporate partners and volunteers and, and people who just love you on social, having a very simple strategy. Here are three ways that you can help us. Share your story, um, make a gift, um, come over here and volunteer, sign this, do- you know, this petition, whatever it is. If you could have a couple, maybe it's only two, quick things that you can do to mobilize your fans. And this is in advance of your Giving Tuesday campaign. Maybe it's the day before, maybe it's the week before. But again, back to that sequencing, really arming and energizing and getting them pumped up. Those rabid fans want to be on fire for you. Give them a couple tools, get those assets out there. Maybe it's a graphic, maybe it's a video you want them to share. Make sure it's super easy for them to just click on a link, grab those and go 
do it on their own. I will have to, t- I got to brag on somebody who did this for me the other day. Um, she's the first, I'm a member of their monthly giving club and they just had a day of the girl campaign and they emailed out their entire monthly membership base and said, Hey, this is happening tomorrow. Here is one, the hashtag for the event. Here's a link to this Google drive document where you, you can get talking points and graphics and share whatever you want, whichever one that speaks to you. Three, here's how you can thread your story into it. They made it so simple. I mean, it took me less than five minutes to share my little part of the story. That is a way to mobilize your rabid fans. So way to go. She's the first. I love that because that's perfect tie into this is your chance to start to package up what is it that you're trying to do. And so you want to make this really easy and I'll brag on Floyd Jones on the backside of this. I mean, he talked (laughs) about doing this on Monday's episode, but let me zoom out and say like, how did Floyd even structure doing a giving Tuesday partnership with We Are For Good? You know, this conversation happened back in the summer and he was just casting vision of like, hey, we want to equip hundreds of thousands of nonprofits with the best Giving Tuesday experience. And it's like we bought into that vision. And along the journey, he and the team at GiveButter have made it really easy for us to plug in and partner because they do give us assets. They give us language. They figure out ways that we can work together. So that kind of gives you a framework of like these bigger partners that you're working with they're going to need a different path and maybe different assets. Whereas Becky as a monthly donor is ready to go with just like a day's notice with some really easy to use copy and paste messaging. So as you think about these assets and the people, it's like our next step is figuring out how are we mobilizing the different groups of people um, around a call to action that makes sense for them and making it super easy for them. I think once you've actually sequenced, then you need to get into gathering story mode. And I have to tell you, I think this is something that can serve you well for years and years, because whatever story you're about to get, you don't have to just share that on Giving Tuesday. It's something that I think you should work into your content. If there are great stories to be told, we want to put them everywhere. So go back to the impact. Find somebody who is actually impacted by that. It doesn't have to be necessarily the patient or the student. It could be the program director. It could be a physician. It could be a social worker on the front line. Get really creative about who's giving lens to this story. You need to cast vision for it and align it with that bigger picture too. But we have to make that story very personal, very humanized and vulnerable, and we have to make it urgent because we want people to take action. And so the last thing you do is really giving all of those rabid fans and giving whoever you're targeting your Giving Tuesday message to a very clear call to action for each group. Perfect. And I mean, you kind of led into this with the way we storytell, but if you can create a mechanism for people to inject their own personal story into oh, a that this rolls level. out. That's next level, right? Floyd's example on Monday of encouraging everybody to pull up their old T-ball photos or sports photos and put it on social media. Like that's such a simple hack, but you could probably think of how that translates to your organization that immediately creates a conversation point and a way for you to share. Um, but doing this brings people in. And I think that's what this whole staging is about. It's about giving insider access to the people that have showed up for you before. They want to see you succeed. How can you let them feel like an insider, feel valued and a really critical part of storytelling this to the masses on Giving Tuesday? 
Okay. So our final step, step number eight is have stewardship and a follow-up plan ready to roll. And I have to tell you, this stewardship plan is not just one day only. This stewardship plan should have some kind of a runway that says, how are we checking in with these people leading up to next year? How are we getting them into a new donor sequence or into a Giving Tuesday sequence by which when we have a total amount, we circle back to them and thank them. When we are actually able to buy something from this money or we launch a program or we fund something that we circle back to them. Sharing impact a couple of times during the year is only going to warm up your audience for the next year. So really think thoughtfully about your stewardship plan and have a way to enact it immediately the day after if you're able to get a sum total. And then if you keep going with your year-end campaign, circle back at year-end or at the beginning of the year and talk about the collective giving. That's something we can all give get excited about. And I just want to reemphasize something that John said about staging at the very beginning that I don't want anyone to miss. 80% of your work for Giving Tuesday is in staging. 80%. So really, once Giving Tuesday gets here, you're just kind of monitoring, you're interacting. Because if 80% is the pre-work, then 20% is just showing up and making it happen the day after and beyond. Yeah. I love that kind of lens because I think of it too, as we'll just keep with our sports analogies. Like you are the coach, like you're the coach, but you're not all the players. Right. And so if you think about giving Tuesdays live and you've done 80% of the work that day of giving Tuesday is about leaning on the automations that you've got in place that you've been working on these social media posts that you've already written. If you need help figuring out how do you craft a campaign in advance of that, go back to Maria Bryan podcast episode 222. She laid out this beautiful framework for how do you do a campaign and kind of write those pieces in advance. So here's what it does. It creates the ability for you to step into position as coach. So you can be reactive in the moment. You can be emotive. You can be encouraging and uplifting the people that are engaging and shouting out people that are doing it well and being reactionary to what is happening in the moment. So you're not thinking about how do I get all these posts out? The thing is, this is a chance to really leverage your strongest assets on campaign day. So we go back to our asset map that we talked about earlier on. Where do you have traction? Make that a point of your biggest collision that day. If it's on Facebook, then I'm sorry, but you have to go to Facebook. I'm glad that's maybe not where I have to go, (laughs) but go where your people are and create the biggest possible celebration there. It feels overwhelming if you're thinking of every channel, but think of the channels where you know you could really have the most success and engagement around and start start there. And don't forget, it's not just about money because we're going to go back to that original goal. We're trying to create a swell of an engagement. We're trying to raise the bar from what we've ever had before. And then finally, we're creating content and hopefully collisions of story and personal shares that's creating content that you're going to be able to use throughout the coming months and hopefully years to get more people engaged. And that kind of leads into our last aspect of the impact arc, which is syndication. Yep. We've walked through staging. We've walked through storytelling. We're in the final S of syndication. And for those of you who haven't heard us talk about syndication, this is taking this core piece of content, whatever you've done to create something for Giving Tuesday, and it's breaking it apart and putting it in multiple places. It's understanding that your donors, your believers, your rabid fans, they don't all hang out in the same place. Kind of to your point, John, some of them could really like that hard copy. Your boomers 
may really like that hard copy of something that's mailed to them on Giving Tuesday. But I can assure you, your Gen Zers are going to be looking at your social channels. You're going to want to hit up your millennials with email. You're going to want to get hit everybody up with email. And it's really about taking those stories, taking the visual, taking um, the, the data sets or the graphics and syndicating it all year long. Because these stories are going to add color and humanity to your brand and to your communications all year long. So if you hear nothing from us today, just know that Giving Tuesday is not just a day. It is not just a day of giving on a Tuesday. If you can flex some of these mentalities, build yourself a long runway before your campaign, after your campaign, you are going to see engagement spike at a time when we really believe that we're trying to rebuild that base that's eroding of just grassroots donors to our organization. This is such a digital moment to lean into that. And we think you guys can totally do it. So John, we got to move into some pro tips. We got to get some quick hits for people to do who want to get mobilized today. So, I mean, I love this. The first pro tip, Becky's been championing this for so long, but are you capturing stories at that moment when emotion and action collide, right? When people are making a gift, if you're not saying, Hey, we'd love to know your story, or why did you make this gift or what brings you here today or whatever it may be, that is like leaving so much opportunity to just understand people but also to create content that you may want to circle back on and storytell and just get to know the people that are coming through your doors. There is even now tech about this. I met a guy just a couple of weeks ago, Dave Norris started a group called Proof Pact. So if you're looking for an automated way to do that, it's out there, friends. But look in your CRM. Look, is there a way that you can add this box? Because truly, this will allow you to storytell from a bigger pool of people than maybe who you're currently talking to. And who knows what you're going to find along the way. Yeah. And P.S. It could be an amazing prospecting tool. If somebody shares their heart with you, you could pass that along to a mid-level giving officer. Perhaps they're a major gift candidate. I just think the that, that the world is your oyster if you can try that out. So another pro tip we're just going to give is think bigger, but also temper your expectations. We think the balance of that is absolutely critical because we want you trying stuff. We want you to do something different this year. Have you ever thought about tethering your Giving Tuesday to some ads, some social ads? We've talked to people who've spent three, $500 on tethering ads and have had 300, 2000% return from that just because they're targeting the right people to redirect them to their conversation. And I just want to say to the person feeling overwhelmed by this and chastising them because maybe they don't have a campaign or maybe they're just starting. If this is year one, remember, it's just year one. Don't do all the things. Pick a couple of them. Do what you can, but take what you know about impact-led staging and build on it for the next year. Put something together and tell that story really, really well over the course of the next 365 days. Heck yes. And make that plan to syndicate. So whatever content you're pouring into, whatever content you're encouraging people to share, make sure you're capturing that so you can repurpose that in lots of ways. And that's how the investment of time really starts to replicate too for you, that it's worth making this big splash because you get so much more of a runway of storytelling. And so don't forget the syndicating step. Okay. The next one is second to last one. Hang in there. We're almost done, but I got to say this. 
Giving Tuesday is niche. We all know that it's something very specific, very, very urgent on one specific day. You need to select a project that is visible, that is tangibly expressed, that is human, because if you want to stick out in this very crowded landscape, people are going to want to know who am I helping? What am I doing? What's the story of why this should get my money rather than this nonprofit over here? Having something that is super niche that you're fundraising for, very, very focused and has a face to it is going to not only help get traction on your campaign, it's going to help you with stewardship. You can circle back to those donors and believers and say, because of you, we were able to help little Emma who needed X, Y, and Z. And maybe Emma has a thank you note. Maybe that's part of your gathering story and capturing is not only getting the story, but getting a video from somebody saying thank you. That would be such a cool stewardship. So really think about your project selection, really hone in on it and go for it. Okay. We're down to our last pro tip and we'll probably start kind of with where we started is like, are you really zoomed out asking a bigger question? This is a chance to get everybody together. Not that everybody on the team has a huge responsibility on Giving Tuesday, but thinking through the lens of like, you've got major gift officers that are working with prospects. There's going to be people that this is a really easier way to close a gift for maybe a potential matching gift partner or someone that would want to announce their gift in correlation to Giving Tuesday. So it gives you another hook to really play across the board with all the things that are moving. Again, if this goal is tied to the strategy of the organization, it allows everybody to play at the table with this and have a voice in this. So we've seen matching gifts be really successful and unlock and open the doors and definitely give you people to go back to year after year as well. So that's been a lot, right? That is a lot. <laughs> and I hope if anything, it's giving you creative new ideas. I hope the framework gives you a starting place if you're trying to rethink your Giving Tuesday. But you know what? If you still have some more questions, it's okay because you can come and talk to us about them. We're actually doing a live Q&A workshop with Floyd Jones at Give Butter, and it's really about how to rock Giving Tuesday. So bring your questions. It's November 1st at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're certainly going to drop a link to that in the show notes. If you're in the community, go RSVP because we want to see you there and we want you to lift your pain points. What's stopping you? What's holding you up? What's something you have a question about exploring? We want to dive into it. We want to support you because we want you to knock this out of the park. That was my last uh, baseball reference for you, John. (laughs) Thanks for running that out. So yes, we hope to see you there. There will be a replay available if you're discovering this later in the journey. But friends, head to weareforgood.com slash giving Tuesday. It's going to sync up everything that we've shared with you today in today's podcast and kind of all the resources we mentioned too. But we are pulling for you. Have we said this yet? We're pulling for you. Like you've got got this this. and we're glad you're in the game. Like the people that try stuff that come with bold vision with their passion are the people who win. And it's not really even winning. It's just showing up and one-upping what you've done for yourself in the years past. That's right. And circle back with us. Tell us these stories. What happens after this? We want to know your stories. And guess what? We want to cheer for you. We want to celebrate you because it's a hard world out there right now. And we're all trying to get more comfortable with this new way of interacting. The fact that you're here and listening, pouring into this, just pat yourself on the back. We're so stinking proud of you. And know that we're rooting for you. You guys got this. Come hang out with us on Q&A. We'd love to see you. You got this, friends. Hey friends, thanks so much for being here. Did you know we create a landing page for each podcast episode with helpful links, freebies, and even shareable graphics? 
be sure to check it out at the link in this episode's description. You probably hear it in our voices, but we love connecting you with the most innovative people to help you achieve more for your mission than ever before. We'd love for you to join our good community. It's free, and you can think of it as the after party to each podcast episode. You can sign up today at weareforgood.com backslash hello. One more thing. If you loved what you heard today, would you mind leaving us a podcast rating and review? It means the world to us and your support helps more people find our community. Thanks, friends. I'm our producer, Julie Comfer, and our theme song is Sunray by Remy Borsboom. Rabbit fans have always powered the We Are For Good podcast, but now Rabbit fans can get even more goodness and access by joining Good Friends. It's our listener support community for the We Are For Good podcast. Good Friends comes with perks, exclusive episodes with John and I, including The Good Brief, our new monthly cliff notes of the greatest takeaways and lessons learned from that month, and exclusive AMA episodes where we answer your burning questions and tap our community of experts. Join now or learn more at weareforgood.com backslash friends. We can't wait to see you inside. That's weareforgood.com slash friends.